Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world, the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you from COG Studios live on Thursday night, June 20th. The LA Galaxy coming off a 4-0 loss to the Portland Timbers in the U.S. Open Cup. That will dominate most of our discussion here starting out the show. Uh, a lot of different angles to cover. A lot of things to get into regarding that particular game. Uh, we're also going to get you ready for the return of MLS action. That's right, the Galaxy could still be missing uh, four international players, but that doesn't mean that MLS wants to stop playing, because why would you do that? Alright, we're going to talk about that FC Cincinnati game and why the Galaxy should probably win it. So lots of things to discuss there, get some news, possibly get some of your calls and your questions as well. So a very busy show getting ready to rock and roll. Alright, if, uh, if you've missed him, he's back once again. Uh, he's been uh, he's been a little M MIA. Not really. You've been like back and forth and, and all sorts of stuff in between. Uh, it's Eric the Portuguese Hammer Beer. He's back. Yeah, you're here. I was gonna say it's, it's I'm back to back weeks here. You're, you're, they're gonna get sick of me. Nah. You know, and we're gonna need Michael Araujo to cut a new intro if I keep coming back. Yeah, back to back weeks. I I'm, need to you know. What, what's what's the saying? You know, makes the, distance makes the heart grow fonder. I maybe need to take a few weeks off. But maybe that's how it works. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you were you were really reaching when you were like, hey, maybe Mike Araujo would have to <laughs> do an intro. That was that was fun Listen, for you. You know, beggars can't be true. I, I gotta just spell it out there. Be specific. All right. Speak it into existence. All right. I understand. <laughs> well, uh, if you're here for the live show, welcome aboard. Uh, the LA Galaxy uh, losing four to nothing to the Portland Timbers in a game that somebody in this room may have worn you about on Monday and told you kind of what to expect from the lineup, but apparently most y'all weren't paying attention because <laughs> the Galaxy did almost exactly what I said they were going to do, which was they were going to play a mostly, you can't call it reserves because it wasn't reserves, yeah. but it was a B-minus, C-plus team. I it mean, was a depth lineup. It was, it a, was a test your depth lineup. Depth. How, how deep can it go? How deep is this LA Galaxy pool? And we found out pretty quickly, uh, you know, kitty pool. Kitty, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, you can get your ankle wet. <laughs> yeah, That's about can, it. You can get this one at Walmart for nineteen ninety nine. That's the type of pool, the depth this pool has. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think it was, I, that shouldn't be a shock. Again, should not yeah. be a shock I, to and anybody. And again, you're taking your victory lap. You warned us. I did. We, we gave both perspectives on on how you might want to prioritize this and the reasons why you could prioritize it, giving that, you know, given that you're playing a last place team the following days. But once, you know, it was decided that Zlatan's not going to play in it. You, you knew that this was not going to be a marquee lineup and, and that's exactly what happened. And the results, uh, you know, matched the lineup. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, but did they, I mean, well, for okay. me, I'll, t I'll tell you right now. Let's go over the line. Let's jump let's, right in. Let's, let's, let's dive in. It's like <laughs> we're here to recap this U.S. Open Cup <laughs> It's disaster. like it was on the show notes. Yeah. What a difference a week makes, I right? was going to say, it's like it like we didn't discuss this beforehand <laughs> whenever it came to yeah. uh, to uh, what we wanted to sort of say and have like little arguments and meltdowns before we even started the show. The LA Galaxy started a, uh, a starting lineup that included uh, Matt Lampson, his first, uh, I think, game in goal for the Galaxy. That we Well, he played, played, I think he played a preseason game, but yeah, I think... I think as far as uh, MLS play, U.S. He, Open Cup play, this is his first, yeah. you know, regular first team, <laughs> first team minutes. First yeah. team yeah, minutes. Careful how you want to say in, that. Yeah. In the Open Cup, uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce, you had Dave Romney, you had Dan Stairs in there, you had Didi Traore, you had Perry Kitchen, uh, Servando Carrasco, Juninho, Efrain Alvarez, Ethan Zubak, and of course, uh, Emmanuel Boateng. So that was the sort of the lineup. They were lined up in a 4-3-3. The only, right, there was only one regular starter, only one. 
you can argue that some of these guys are starters right now, but they're not first yeah. choice starters. They're starting for other things. But the only starter, Dan Stairs. Dan Stairs, solid Dan Stairs. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And I mean, and, that's it. And and he's one that uh, doesn't look worse for the wear for for getting those extra minutes. And I don't think Saturday we'll see much of a difference. But you look at the other pieces, and 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 I say when they put this lineup out, you kind, the score kind of followed what was to be expected. Um, I say that a little bit tongue in cheek, but at the same time, when you look at these guys, Zubak, you know, Efrain, right. Boateng, Carrasco, Kitchen, these are all first team players. You know, they, they called up Brian Olowski, but he didn't get minutes. These are all, you know, these are not G2 players. Yes, yeah, some of these guys are spending time down at G2, but these are supposed to be uh, your depth pieces that you can rely on. So I don't know that you could really say, uh, um, you know, they put a C lineup in because these are, these are. These are your bench players. And yet, there, there are a lot of third stringers, though, in because this. of injuries, because, international break, all, all that comes into play. But at the same time, if these guys have a senior roster spot, you should be able to lean on them and should being the key word. There. Well, well, this lineup was so out there and I had some inclination <laughs> that perhaps yeah. it might be an out there lineup that I actually said you know, on Twitter and I put it out there. I said, if you can guess the lineup, get all 11 players, I will give you Galaxy tickets four Galaxy tickets yeah. of your choice of game. The LAFC game was wow, part of the if table. They wanted that game. They were going to get it. Wow. Um, but I also knew that it was uh, impossible that nobody was going to get it. <laughs> yeah. U.S. Open Cup game and an MLS game right after it, it, you just there was no way you were going to nail this. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you the biggest mistakes that people had. There were two really big ones that sort of everybody had. One was putting David Bingham in goal. Right? Okay. And well, it, I, I could have seen that, though. And it would have made sense. It, it, but it's that, not illogical. I, so don't don't make fun of your listeners no, just yet. Josh. No, but but I'm telling you that like <laughs> that was that was like the yes. big mistake. Okay. Right. That was one of them was was uh, putting David Bingham in goal. And the other one was uh, Fabio Alvarez. Everybody had okay. Fabio playing in the center. And that part partially was probably due to him playing in the previous Open Cup right. game. And the fact that he's relatively new that you're still going to give him those minutes. So I can see the argument for it. If you had Zlatan in there. You weren't listening. Yeah, no, nobody. <laughs> I was going to say, if you if you put Zlatan in there, you basically stab me in the heart. Yeah, you're saying right? I don't listen to the show. I just <laughs> engage on Twitter. I just, I which, just talk we, to which you're not listening now anyway. So we're going to speak ill of you all we want. Well, yeah, we can we can talk behind <laughs> your back. You don't listen to the show. You think Zlatan Ibrahimovic is playing in this game. Um, so anyway, so that's the starting lineup. Uh, you look at the bench. There were two G two guys, yeah. but they didn't play. So again, you're, you're Cello and and Ilowski and and we called it earlier in the week with the training photos. You saw Ilowski training, and he said, okay, well, he's definitely if they're if, if this, you know, and no offense to Brian Nolosky, if you listen, if you're one of the ones who who doesn't listen, but engages on Twitter, whatever it is, no offense to you. But if you saw him in the training grounds, right. you knew this was going to be a different lineup, a, a, a unique lineup. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be careful with my words here. Be polite. Brian, uh, it was going to be a unique lineup. Nolosky uh, uh, was on there. It, but be honest, your real reaction when you saw the photo was, was I had who, to I Google who is who that number 70. Yeah. Who, who's playing? Who's I 100 percent had to Google it, but I figured it out. Yeah, you did quickly, quickly. Yeah. And you texted me. Yeah. Let me know about it. So I, I appreciate that. Um, anyway, so that's that was the starting lineup. Again, a 4-3-3. Uh, there are, if you look at the back line, technically speaking, you have three guys who can start for the LA Galaxy. Hilliard Arce is probably the one guy out there who you're sort of like, eh, I don't know if that's really his position. And it uh, turned and right out... back. Yeah, yeah, it turned out not to be his yeah. position. <laughs> um, but I'll be... Uh, uh, there are no good players in the, yeah. on this field. I had zero. People were well, asking... Yesterday, me, yeah, it was a... Pr- Poor performance all the way around. There, yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. There, if there were bright spots, the bright spot that I picked from this, that this particular game, if you wanted to know the one bright spot I was able to glean from this is that Portland scored three goals in 10 minutes in the first half and allowed me to start writing my recap <laughs> before the first half was even over. Oh. And therefore, I was done with my recap after about 30 minutes oh, after the game. F- that fourth goal probably messed you up, though. It did. I had to add another <laughs> paragraph. I was. I did swear at the television whenever they scored the Fair fourth enough. goal. Yeah, my, uh. my, my, my uh, positive that I took away from this is, is today. It's the fact that it's over and we can move 
move on and move forward. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that would be nice in a real yeah. world. But, you know, you see there's there's a lot to break down in this because yeah. whether or not the galaxy and clearly Guillermo signaled early in the week on Monday, whenever he said yeah. he wasn't starting Zlatan and whenever he said this was a chance to look at some of the younger kids, he had signaled already that the focus was going to be on Saturday's game coming up against FC Cincinnati. The short break, the fact that the, the travel schedule is ridiculous. I went over that on Monday. Uh, the travel schedule basically went fly up to Portland on Tuesday, play a game on Wednesday, fly back on Thursday, on Friday, fly out to Cincinnati, play a game on Saturday in Cincinnati and fly back on Sunday. Now, the only way Way that that really makes sense is if you have more or less two different teams say, doing if, that. If you have people who are literally not traveling, you have you know people who are going to be playing on this in the Cincinnati game who are just not going to take the flight and they're going to rest their bodies and take what they need and they're not even going to make the trip. And I think we saw that. Yeah, with the lineup that they took, you, you, you did. And and there are definitely people. I think uh, you know Carrasco uh, was Carrasco played. Uh, sorry, Corona. not Car- Corona. The other guy, same guy. Same starts with a C. Kind of, a lot of A's, a lot, a lot of C's. C's. I know it's yeah. confusing for you. Uh, Corona didn't travel. Um, you know Zlatan didn't travel. I was actually surprised to see Pontius come into this game. I was surprised <laughs> to see Polenta. But it makes sense. You're also trying to save. I think there's a couple guys on this field. In fact, more than a couple that are going to have to double up and actually yes. start this next game. Well, just by virtue of you depth, have no more players. You don't have <laughs> there's no there's no more we talked about the kiddie pool there's nowhere else to dig these are the players that you have to use yeah Boateng is probably one of those players uh, Kitchen is probably one of those players Stares is definitely one of yes. those players uh, depending on what lineup they go in the back you could see Romney also be on the bench that type of thing so I mean yeah and also yeah, I think I think we're more likely to see Araujo and we'll talk yeah. about uh, yeah, line, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about lineups we can talk about that in, yeah, in, in Cincinnati but I mean so this is this, this these were my notes that I sort of took away on some of this stuff so we can just go down some of this you can tell me what you think and, and we'll sort of keep going um, you know GBS clearly prioritized the game on Saturday there's no doubt about that you can see it in the way he, he did it does that mean um, does that mean he didn't take the open cup seriously see and that this is where loaded question <laughs> it's a very loaded question uh, yes it does mean that he didn't um, he didn't take it seriously right and, that, and that's that's the hard truth and but but the reason why this is a loaded question is because i can push back on that because i think there are some hard truths that we can glean from this too is based on what we saw the galaxy doesn't have the roster depth to make a deep run and so i think the hard truth is that the la galaxy might not be mls cup contenders so right. i understand you're you want to value that and that's where you want to you know put your your eggs in that basket but realistically, I mean, are they really going to get it done? And I don't know if that's blasphemy to mention on the show. I just, we have a very good starting 11, but once you get into the playoffs, the playoff schedule this year is condensed. It's 22 days. Every game, yeah, well, every game everything is, is condensed but this year. It's 22 days. It will require four games. So if we're saying, uh, you know, and we can't have a four game stretch where we put, put it all together, right. then what's the point? Because if we're going to get to the MLS Cup playoffs and we can't put a four game stretch in three weeks, then, then. We, we're not going to say, oh, at the end of MLS Cup, well, it was their fourth game in 22 days. That's why they lost, because they had tired legs. Every other team is kind of going through this. So that's where my, my part of it says you maybe could have, um, you know, prioritized this a little bit better, better especially given how FC Cincinnati is performing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, GBS signaled that this was going to be the way he was going to handle it. And so if you're throwing your arms up in the air right now, I think hold hold off because if they win it's FC Cincinnati, then it's mission accomplished. Right. It's exactly what GBS wanted. He was prioritizing that game. If they take away three points, then it's done. But if they lose or even if they draw, then I think it's a failure because then you you basically waved the white flag at the U.S. Open Cup and said we're not we're 
we're throwing this one away if something magical happens. And during the first 15 minutes, I almost fooled myself in thinking, maybe there's something here. You know, Boateng had a chance. Uh, maybe maybe they can squeak out and, you know, defend. But that, but if that, they draw or if they lose in Cincinnati, that's where you can really wave your hands and shake your fists because then they flamed out of the Open Cup and they dropped points in league play. And so that's a that's a disaster. That's a failure of, of, of this week if it happens. But if he wins at Cincinnati, that's that's what the mission he went out to set. And so you can't get mad at him because if that was his goal, that's what he did. You could have your thoughts. And again, I, that, I gave my kind of reasoning on why. Wow. Way to, I, way to give everybody like an out. Like, oh, you can think that. Just stand up. Just stand up and say no, he could have done it. He could have done it. I, I, I think he should have done it, especially where the Galaxy are sitting. They're sitting in second place. Uh, they're not going to take the first place. They're not going to get a, a, a first round by. And I don't think they're going to drop, you know, to sixth or seventh. Right. So if they dropped points away at Cincinnati, it's not going to kill them at this point in the season. And because of how well they've performed earlier in the year, I think the Cincinnati game could have been a throwaway game. Well, here, uh, again, you look at the, the lineups, and Portland was able to play more of a first-team starting lineup. And the reason they were able to do that, they had a home game this weekend. They didn't yeah. travel as much. But they also got to rest some people. Um, yeah, so Valeri they, didn't play. Yeah, Valeri didn't yeah, play. But, but you saw a lot of familiar faces. You saw a lot of first-team guys for Portland. Um, Galaxy did a great job in the first 20 minutes. We talked yeah. about that. And really, it's the failure, in my mind, it's the failure of Emmanuel Boateng and Efrain Alvarez um, that really killed this LA Galaxy team. I mean, you could you could have seen the LA Galaxy up two to nothing within the first 20 minutes. Yeah, and that would have got iced the game, and then you change your, change your game plan, and that you could hold on. My biggest disappointments in this game... Uh, watching this lineup and and certainly looking at the way the Galaxy played uh, were Emmanuel Boateng um, and Efrain Alvarez. Uh, Alvarez probably more so than anybody else on the field. Uh, he is 17 years old. 17 years say, old. That was his can't, birthday. Can't say 16 anymore. Yeah. As of yesterday. That was his birthday. Um, that was one of the poorest performances I've ever seen. And he's 17. Yeah. I understand. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. Yeah. What Consistency I, is not what you're looking for. What, that is, you want to see those sparks. What you didn't, what you've never seen from him, is the complete inability to cross the ball, shoot the ball, or yeah. do anything with his left foot. Yes. The set pieces were horrible. Uh, the corner kicks were horrible. The crosses were horrible. There was no redeeming fact. If I'm so why don't you just drag a guy on his yeah, birthday, I am. Jeez. I am dragging him on his birthday. <laughs> so um, it's bullying. He's if, under eighteen. He's yeah, a minor. If if Efrain Alvarez can learn anything from that game, it's throw it away and don't ever think about yes. it again. Because again, it's ups and downs, and you expect that. But he was put in a position yeah. to succeed. Had many chances to try and succeed in that game, and had zero. Uh, success in yeah, that. Yeah, this was his moment to shine, much like last week against an amateur opponent. You put him starting, you put him, you know, at a home environment, and he he shined. He shined in that in that spotlight. And and again, to my point earlier, you expect you don't expect consistency from a 17 year old, but you you want to see that spark and that thing that everyone's excited yeah. about. You didn't see one play where he said, "Wow, there's Efrain doing that Efrain thing," and he just didn't have that. No, no, and, he 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 killed more possession yeah. and killed more chances and killed everything that basically. I mean, the Galaxy had a bunch of corner chances early in the game. Yeah. They had a bunch of set piece opportunities in the game. They had a bunch of crosses where they were, they were dangerous. They yeah, Triori was getting up there in the, at the start of the game. I mean, and you know, we can start continue the disappointment yeah. train with Triori <laughs> and Boateng. So Boateng. Boateng, I mean, you, listen, the, all the things that we said about Alvarez, which is you don't expect consistency and you don't do that. You don't expect it from Emmanuel Boateng, but only because he's never shown you that. Well, that, that's that's the point I was going to make is Efrain, you you assume that that's going to progress at some point. Boateng, and again, man, this is going to be a negative show. We're going to we're just going to be rude here. But Boateng, I'm not going to say he's regret, regressed, but right. he hasn't progressed. No. And at 25 years old. You know, this is where you're supposed to be figuring it out. And it just doesn't seem uh, like he's figured it out. In years past, we say, okay, he's got the speed. If he could put it together with some of these crosses and, and get some shooting on target, then he's going to be a, a piece that the Galaxy are really going to treasure. But he just hasn't hasn't put it together. And there's a reason why 
uh, you know, he's not a regular starter on this team is it's because he hasn't progressed yeah. and you would hope to see some progression, but you just, you haven't seen it. He seems stagnant for the last uh, two to three seasons. So yeah, it, he's not the, he's not the player we hoped he would be. And, and you know, there's all that you see it on Twitter and everybody said it, you know, if, and, and I think, uh, you know, Siggy Schmidt said it uh, last year, right? Okay. Which is if Boateng could finish, he wouldn't be playing in major league <laughs> soccer. <laughs> that, right? That's very true. And, and you There'd get be that. a German team or someone going after him. That's yeah. why in my mind, Alvarez is still the biggest disappointment because the ceiling is so much higher with him. And okay. he's so much better, and and you you've seen his quality. We've well, he, seen it. The ceiling is there, right? But, but, but I, don't, I don't think you could expect that him to hit that ceiling, you know, for ninety minutes every game. I don't think he needed to hit it for ninety minutes. Yeah, he, he needed it for about ten minutes in this game, and he could have had two or <laughs> yeah. three goals, and and the Galaxy could have scored. And that's fair. That's a fair criticism. Um, you know, Boateng, there was nothing there. Zubak, nothing. Absolutely nothing. He, that, where where was? I mean, that scares me a little bit. Again, just because it's his first season, it feels like a Jack McBean two point where you have your quadruple A little little. I don't too good for your I mean, lowest do you, dose, but do you maybe feel not, that way about him at lowest dose haven't, though. I haven't seen no, he, he's right? not tearing it up at right. lowest dose. So, but where my point being that if you're if you called him up and you have the expectations, you don't want to crush someone. And I think that's kind of what happened with McBean. He he got brought up and he kind of was never able to get the feet going and it kind of crushed his his confidence. And you don't want to do that to Zubak to a young player who you hope has a, a high ceiling and a high future. But I, I didn't see it yesterday from him as well. Yeah, a loan to an English, uh, you know, third tier English they, team? They a championship team. I don't no? think they were championship. No. no, they were like one more. They were League One. Yeah, um, but still. Yeah, but still. Um, but <laughs> League One. League One sounds that, right. That was going basically. We're Google that. that. That was basically going through. Um, you know. Yeah, Coaching changes, coaching changes, and changes and that was yeah. that was a smart move. Um, it should have been a good move for him because if it was a stable place for him to play, yeah. that was where you could have seen him. But yeah. you also pulled him to, while he was getting ready to win a Golden Boot in USL, yeah. and the kids still ended up like you know fish. That was that's just that's. So I think that's the question. Do you value the USL Golden Boot? Yeah. Should the Galaxy? You, you do in a confidence <laughs> way, right? Yeah. I mean, if you win it, that's anyway. That's sidetrack. <laughs> um, you know, Servando Carrasco, Perry Kitchen. Listen, that has not worked. It has never worked. It wasn't going to work in this game, and it continues. That's the biggest deal. Again, you notice the drop-off from Jonathan Dos Santos. Whenever you have to go to Perry Kitchen, that's one bit. If Jonathan and Perry Kitchen are playing together, it's okay because or Jonathan is still I'll there. even say Corona and Kitchen. That's fine. It's it's doable. And if you have Fabio up front, then you don't have to worry about the the offensive part of it. But, but Kitchen, Carrasco, and Juninho, we haven't mentioned Juninho yet. Uh, that's just... Can, <laughs> if, can, if that's your engine, the, then, then you're going to lose 4-0. Can, can we now... I mean, I know what I've been saying it, and I'm trying to be it's like Boateng. I've, yeah, we, we don't want to say it, it nicely. <laughs> this whole time is why isn't Juninho playing? Why isn't Juninho we know playing? Why. Yeah. You know why he's not playing? Yeah. And this was bit, to stop asking for him to play. All right, <laughs> it's because we like him. We're a sentimental he, bunch. Sentimental. I understand. You want the it, the Juninho of old is dead. Yeah. Okay, that guy doesn't exist anymore. This is the guy has been injured. He doesn't get that much playing time. I don't think even with playing time, he's not going to be quick. He's yeah. slower. His passing isn't as sharp. Maybe that that's, increases. With that's time, part of it. But I you think don't have the time to invest in that. That's the thing. If you're if you're bringing in a player who who's further along in his career, again, thirty year old Juninho, not thirty five year old Juninho. Uh, you he ex- look. He looks forty. <laughs> I mean, you you expect you know okay maybe what you give up in speed you're going to make up with you know some passing some dropping you know some decent crosses but he he wasn't doing that and that's that's the disappointing part if he's eating a roster spot and the things you expect from a, a veteran and experienced player he wasn't doing those things as well and then Dave Romney went and broke his streak which is you play Dave Romney and you get a shutout and that <laughs> and, didn't happen and, and he runs into Matt Lamps it was a disaster <sighs> that really, was that was a clown th- show yeah the more you think about it it was really a shit G- Guillermo went a little hard at that in the yeah. in the post game too as well uh, we didn't see the post game notes until the next morning I don't okay. know if they 
just didn't send them out or they got lost or however it was. But <laughs> no, I didn't, no one wanted the post game yeah, notes. Last I didn't. Night. I didn't get them until 8 a.m. on Thursday morning, basically to see like what GBS had said, and that's why my recap doesn't include any quotes and and that type of thing. Uh, shout out by the way to Brittany Campbell, our photo, uh, our photographer, uh, one of our photographers, because we actually have two with uh, Steve Carrillo. But uh, Brittany Campbell actually went up to this game and shot that game. Nice. So that was kind of fun, and and she did a great job up there. So we were sort of happy with that. Anyway, Dave Romney had a had a poor showing. Uh, Dan Steris wasn't great. Um, it's this this it just Triori again. Triori, a, a kid who you're expecting to see something from. But I saw sparks from him at least. I saw the for the, the, for the first twenty for minutes. The beginning, and then it, the wheels fell off, and then it went away. Yeah, and and that's the with him and my wife watched this game with me, which Why would never you do happens. That? Why would you make her watch the U.S. Open Cup? That's not I how you. I didn't make someone. her watch anything. I was like, <laughs> the TV's going to be mine, and yeah. you're still in the room. You can do whatever you want. And she's like, I'll just I'll just read on my phone. Cool, whatever. Yeah. And then she sat there and she said, Wow. She goes, It's good to know that whenever I watch a game that I haven't watched in a really long time and they lose, it still ticks me off, right? And I'm like, There's my wife. There All you right, go. good job, good job. Glad so she cares. She, yeah, she was she was on top of it. I'm like, Okay, cool. Uh, and I'm sitting there like trying to talk up Triori. I'm like, Oh man, this kid is really. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just, a, she's like, what's wrong with him? And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> does he keep I, I really like him. I'm, de- I'm like giving her background <laughs> on players. I'm like, it's just, it's just not working tonight. Tonight it's not happening. And really you look at that. Um, if you take away the 10 minutes in the first half where Portland scored all of their goals and that would be nice. You could basically <laughs> be, do that. Yeah. Can we uh, do that? The galaxy lose this game one, nothing. Um, because they really did. I, one Portland took their foot off the gas Two, the galaxy subbed in a, better start a better lineup they finished the game with a better lineup than they started with um so all of this it it just it 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 would work better i thought they played better in the second half but you look at the overall possession galaxy out possessed 64 but that's difficult to say too because just like you said uh, how much of that is them playing better in the second half and is portland not pressing yeah because that's part of it as well yeah so you can't i mean i understand you want to say they played better and technically they did play better but at the same time this wasn't the same Portland didn't have the same uh, vigor moving forward as they did in the first half. And vigor, good word. Thank you. Uh, Bonus points for that? Uh, no. Uh, Audi, <laughs> Audi, Audi, Audi no. points? Absolutely. No. Uh, 19 to 7 total in shots for Timbers. So it was a deluge on goal there for a oh, while. Oh, deluge. Uh, I see what you're doing. I, it's on. That's on. Now we're, now we're rolling. <laughs> um, 6 to 4 on target, though. Again, the Galaxy had chances. They did not capitalize on their chances, if you look at that. Um, that I mean, those are sort of the big things that stick out to me. The passing is was 500 and almost 570 passes for Portland. Uh, 323 total passes for the LA Galaxy. The passing accuracy was bad, 74% to 86%. Uh, possession, 64% to 36 We yeah. talked about the duels being won. The Galaxy didn't do horrible, 55 to 42 in that. Uh, tackles won, though, 13 to 8 uh, the saves were almost the same. It, it just there was a lot of things in this that were actually pretty equal. Whenever yeah. you look at it, which is surprising when you see the game, but there's nothing equal about yes. that game. And then you saw the the way the goals occurred. I mean, yeah, you could say the saves were the same, and and some of those you don't want to blame Lampson for them, but at the same time, it feels feels like some of this was preventable. It seemed like there were mistakes that cost them rather than Portland really really blowing the doors off them. And one, once once the wheels fell off for the Galaxy, they really fell off. Uh, but you feel like this was part you give Portland credit where credit's due because they capitalized. They did what they needed to do. But at the same time, the galaxy gave up a lot on this. They, they made the mistakes that, that turned the game over. So, so there's lots of arguments out there. And even in the chat room, I saw it earlier is like, Hey, you know, how come, you know, St. Louis FC beat FC Cincinnati and how come New Mexico United, they have a lot of travel and they're playing things and they beat FC Dallas. How come Minnesota played their starters in Houston <laughs> and beat Houston three to two? Um, 
Well, the the lower level teams is a pretty easy answer, yeah. which is their priorities That's, are not the same. This right? is their number one. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, New Mexico FC isn't going to rest their starters uh, for U.S. Open Cup game. This is their season. This is what they're playing for. Yes. And so, of course, they're going to go out all out. And, and I think that you're going to see these lower level teams go hard in these games. And maybe that's where they hope to catch them as, you know, an FC Cincinnati takes the foot off the break for a little bit in the, in the waning minutes. And then, you know, St. Louis uh, puts it in. Well, and so, well, right uh, now I might also argue that St. Louis FC is a better team than FC Cincinnati. <laughs> that's a, fair, but that's that, a good argument. You well, might, you might win that one. That, that's a good one. But, uh, but to, that's their season where MLS teams, it might not necessarily be that way. And the, same with Minnesota United. Maybe they did swallow that oh, hard truth. Oh no, 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 no! There is a nope. reason for Minnesota all right, United. Then tell me that again. I don't. Fo- yeah, I don't follow corner of the Minnesota United. Conan, so, yeah, they, so I'm all out. It's a that. horrible show. Um, <laughs> Minnesota United doesn't have a game this weekend. Well, there you go. They that were basically that. they were basically in the same position. This is the other criticism I hear. The LA Galaxy started a better lineup against an amateur team than they did against a professional MLS <laughs> team. Can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? I've I literally last night I had to turn Twitter off because y'all were arguing so so much stupidity I couldn't handle it. Wow. Yes. You're coming at everybody. Ephraim, Didi, you know, Ima, you're the fa- everybody. Wow. So so I mean yeah yeah when the Galaxy in a week break where they have no games. Yeah. Right, they can play. A Their lineup. next game wasn't potentially until this this, this week. game. Yeah. yeah, this game. So yeah. that's why they played a better lineup against or when they had, and by the way, back to back turf games and and it was at home and it was at the home la- last week's game. All the, if the, if this game is played at home against Portland, it's a different lineup. Yeah, you may see. Yeah, it's a different lineup, I and the Galaxy probably play more first team, and you probably go a little bit. You say, okay, how much can I sort of lean yes. off the FC Cincinnati? And it's something that I've talked about over and over again. The more home games you get, the better success you have in the yeah. U.S. Open Cup. You Which, saw the draw. I feel like you talked about this. I, yes, did I did. Did you talk about this? You saw the draw. The Galaxy <laughs> were going to have to probably go to LAFC. Because I don't think they've started playing yet. They're they're yeah, gonna if it, get, if it's yeah, an eight o'clock kickoff yeah, like it was yesterday. I, 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 TBD. Yeah. But so, when you're listening to this on Friday morning, you know how that one ended. Um, this is this is this is yeah. LAFC is probably going to beat San Jose because they're at home. They're at home. LAFC's and, at home, and they're a better team. Um, so so you know, I, and I don't they're know. taking it seriously. I'm sure. I'm sure Galaxy fans <laughs> are probably hoping an asteroid hits that particular stadium <laughs> at this point. No, but listen, you know, I'm not going to say we're planning something. I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, I got an alibi. I'm in studio. <laughs> yeah, I'm, in, I'm on camera. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is this is this was an easy understanding of why the galaxy prioritized things and why they did what they did. Um, this, but this is a, that you should actually be happy that you saw this from Guillermo Barrascoloto, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. Well, because it was a learning tease. moment. It was a learning moment here, and it, the, the the bottom line is he learned because there was a similar situation earlier this year, and you all remember it. It's whenever the LA Galaxy had to go to Columbus. Yep. and play Columbus, and then come home and play New York City FC. What happened? He went for hard for the Columbus game, and, and they lost. And then when they came home, they were tired and couldn't. Yeah. They played it again against New York City, and they lost. So now, he, he changed his tactics. He changed. Time. He understood the travel. Yeah. He understood what was going on. And by the way, that's a less strenuous travel f- up to Portland this time. Yes, because it's in the same time zone. And, but to his credit, he also wasn't missing anyone on international duty. So that. S- Six players whenever yeah. you realize that you have international duty and two injuries with yes. Ramon Alessandrini and Sebastian Legette. So you're missing six starters. Well, I would take out Alessandrini because he was gone for that Columbus game. I, I agree. But yeah. if you're looking at this as it is, there are six starters that were not available for this game to even begin with, which is yeah. why you eventually go into the into the third yeah. string guys. I mean, that's why you get deep deep into the depth on this one. Okay. so <laughs> Deep into the depth. Yeah, it wasn't that, say that, that's, that. That's an Adele song. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She's going to write it in this next one. Um, so, so uh, you know, GBS had that learning moment. Um, the other thing I'll point out to is that winning the U.S. Open Cup, while 
LA Galaxy fans thinks it think it matters to them. I don't think it really matters to them. It matters to them or to the club in general? Or you're, I think it, to the fans. I don't think okay. it really matters. And but the, the reason that it matters right now and the reason why it matters more than anything else is because the Galaxy haven't won a trophy since 2014. Yeah. That's why it matters a lot Way right back to 2014. Way back. When, it was when a long you, time when ago. You, when you use your perspective and think about all the other teams that have been in the league and how long, you know, come on, it's been since 2014. But but the only thing that where it feels a little bit like sour grapes, and I went through this with uh, the Nations League, the UEFA Nations League. Uh, Portugal was in it. England was in it, the Netherlands and, and uh, Switzerland. And so everyone was ramped up in England saying we could win a trophy. And the second England was out, it, it, these are meaningless friendlies. It doesn't mean and, anything. There, there is. And so when you see people say, oh, well, we're out. This this didn't mean anything. It doesn't matter if we win the US Open Cup. When you're in a competition, right. you want to come out on top. Right. But he, here's my argument, right? And and people say it's the easiest way to get to the CONCACAF Champions League, which is a lie. It's not. Uh, well, being it's a, a way. Being it's, a Canadian team is the easiest way to get into the CONCACAF Champions League. <laughs> well, how do we League. get... I don't, I don't know how you Canadian do that. Team. Do we need a visa there? <laughs> uh... But it's it's the this is this is why it matters and this is why you know you, you want because yeah I mean silverware has always mattered to LA Galaxy fans right and, it matters and to any professional it, team it does but especially the Galaxy fans you want yeah. to keep racking it up you don't want anybody else to get anything I mean listen Seattle hung their entire existence on the U.S. Open Cup for how many years and, and because so, they couldn't beat yeah. the LA Galaxy supporter and, shields yes. and U.S. Open Cups yeah they had plenty of those and and the most successful coach in LA Galaxy history, Bruce Arena never won a single U.S. Open Cup, but well, he was winning, winning MLS Cups. And and if you're doing one and not the other, but but that's the thing. Are, are they gonna if they win an MLS Cup, then no one's gonna remember this. But I just don't know if that's in the cards for the Galaxy this season. Give, and and the roster depth that we saw on display shows that you know if we're gonna need to put four games in a row in a short amount of time, I don't know that we have it. And that that's what I learned from this stretch for well, me. Well, well, Isaac is asking, and it's a great question because this is this is the one that everybody's talking because with the League's Cup coming up and yeah. Tijuana coming to the to the, to uh, home de- a Home Depot Center. Oh, wow, wow, you went even further back. I skipped deep one. into the depth. Dignity Health Sports Park. <laughs> um, that that's an Adele song. I swear to God. Um, he's, basically, he's asking, you know, how seriously are they going to take that League's Cup game? And I said, if you know, we talked about you're, this. You're going to see the same lineup or, or, or similar. Worse. You're worse. Yeah, th- this is Brian Yelowski's moment. That's where he's going to shine. I think. Y- you know, especially coming off of it's going to be a game post El Trafico, pre going up to Portland again. I think you're definitely going to be seeing a uh, a reduced lineup, and then I don't know how the format's going to work about subs. If it's more like a friendly where they allow more than three, I, I, again you're I, allowed eleven. <laughs> but if it's one of those, then maybe you see like a, a hockey line substitution. Uh, but definitely, I, I don't think people who are saying that oh, well, you're definitely going to put your starters in that game, aren't you? I, I don't think they are. They no. won't. This this it, it comes U.S. With- Open Cup. Um, Experiment. You're going to see the same thing for the League's Cup, and if and if you, you see otherwise, it'd be shocking to me. Before we sort of wrap this up, I got a couple more things I want to touch on. But there's another part of this that let's pretend for a second the LA Galaxy went up there and played their starters and they won that game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, I know where you're going with this. Uh, yeah, because we already Ske- talked about it. Scheduling is your favorite thing. Scheduling, it is. It's it's horrible right now. Okay. Um, and it's going to be horrible for everybody, and that's that's sort of one of my next points yeah. as well. But if the LA Galaxy would have won. Um, and then they would play the winner of either LAFC or San, San Jose. Jose. Okay, so and they would have had to go to either of those. Ho- I think if you're the Galaxy, hopefully it would be LAFC yeah. because it's closer and, and it wouldn't disrupt as much, but it's still going to disrupt everything. Uh, that game would have been played on either July 10th, which probably wouldn't have happened. It actually would have probably been played on July 9th. So let's pretend for a second it's on July 9th. So here's then your schedule coming up very quickly and rapidly. So you play June 22nd against FC Cincinnati. You get a full week off, which is good, and that's nice. Yep. Woohoo, there you go. You would then play at... <laughs> 
uh, San Jose at Stanford Stadium on Saturday, June 9th. You're okay. home. Thursday, June 29th. Yeah, June 29th, sorry. Thursday, July 4th, your okay. home host Toronto FC. There would have been a game on the 9th, uh, which is a, let's see, what day is it? Probably that? a Wednesday a, or... A Tuesday. Tuesday. It would have had to have been a Tuesday. Because of the Friday game. The because following. of the Friday yeah. game coming up. <laughs> so you would have played on a Tuesday um, at that game. So it would have been Thursday, July 4th, and then Tuesday, July 9th, and then Friday, July 12th, and then Friday, July 19th. And if you hear the microphones, that's Josh pounding on the table as he's saying. I'm, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting there pretty good. So you would have gotten, you know, for basically, and then Friday, July 19th. 19th away right. at Portland. And then there would have been a Tuesday. Oh, no, no, that's El Trafico. Yeah, that's El Trafico. And then there would have been a Tuesday, July 23rd game because of the League's <laughs> Cup. And then there would have been a Saturday, July 27th game there it in is. Portland. So when you when you look at this, when you watch what was happening, yeah. don't think that Guillermo didn't look at that schedule. Don't think the LA Galaxy front office didn't look at that schedule and say, Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> We're already in the League's Cup, and that was yeah. a horrible decision, whoever made or, that. Or, yeah, maybe it wasn't a decision. Maybe it was a mandate it probably, from it, further down. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's yeah, but I, I agree. If, if, if you keep winning, it, it keeps getting more and more difficult. So if you want to take that as a positive, you know, uh, it didn't. I didn't like. This party's dead anyway. This, you know? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. I don't, I'm glad the police broke it up. Um, so, uh, the, and there's some. There's another thing. I mean, the schedule that we just talked about is condensed, whether you add the Open Cup in there yeah. or not. And that's what you're about to see from Major League Soccer. It's something that nobody has ever seen yeah. before. I haven't seen it. Eric hasn't seen it. Uh, no fans <laughs> have ever seen it. You have never seen this before, this congestion, and it's going to happen to every single team. And that means that it's going to be very difficult to predict what the yeah. second half of this season is going to look like. Maybe a team that goes 500 in the second half of the season ends up winning the That's dang enough. thing. Well, and you look at the Portland Timbers. Portland is in last place in the Western Conference, but you think about how the away games that they had, and maybe with this condensed schedule, they're going to have a lot of home games, and that may play in their favor. And so you, you might see them crawl out of the bottom of the Western Conference and get a playoff spot and go on a run much like they did last season. So um, you, you make a good point about this being something, this new territory. And so usually at this point of the season, teams are who they are and you know where they stand. But now with internationals being gone and then coming back, maybe tired from uh, Copa America or, or the Gold Cup, that's going to add tired legs. Then you have the condensed schedule. So I think we are going to see some interesting... Um, some interesting games the second half and things might get flipped or, yeah. or you might just see more of the same where, you know, the teams who have been dominating, they sit back and they, and they ride that out well, and, you, and make it work. You're also about uh, 19 days away from the transfer window opening, which it's oh. sort of sneaking up on everybody because yeah. there's the all these internationals. Now, I expect that July 9th is when that opens. Now, I expect that whenever the transfer window is open, it's going to be slow at the beginning because yeah. everybody's coming off of international yeah. tournaments and everything else that's sort of going on. Um, but that's that's sort of where that is as well. Okay, this is it. My final, The final thing from this and sort of your the final closing moments before we tell you what GBS said after the game um, is what is the real takeaway from this game from, from Game Ribeiro Scalotto? You? It's it's depth of the squad. We yeah. learned we learned when you put your your depth at work. We learned what they can do, and maybe you can't rely on them in in games that matter. That I you, you hit it. I yeah. mean that's that's all the all of the above. Now, um, you know the the problem is that the depth that is there right now was created mostly by not yes. Guillermo Barros-Colota and Dennis DeClosa. But if you were going to inject uh, an Efrain or if you were going to uh, bring in a Zubac and say, well, this person showed in the middle of the season when we needed players. This player showed that they can provide some spark, something off the bench, yeah. and no one showed that. So you're going to see, if you don't think Scalotto was subbing earlier, uh, you're probably not going to see a lot of subs in meaningful games uh, come playoff time. 
Uh, let's see. If you go and look at uh, at what GBS said after the game, there were only three quotes, so we can read them all to you, and you'll get the full <laughs> coverage there. Uh, Guillermo Barrescaloto on how the LA Galaxy performed in the first half. He says, I think the first half of the game, uh, very good trying to fight with Portland, but I think the game changed after the set pieces where Portland found the first goal. We got disorganized for a few minutes, and they scored again. I think after that game was very di- after that the game was very difficult for us because they played well. They have good players. They they have good football. But I think after the third goal in the 37th minute the game was over yeah that's fair <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean yeah duh yeah uh, whenever you whenever you really get to it um and then on chances uh, on the changes he tried to make at halftime he said we tried to get more organized and then we tried to score that's a good the good plan i like <laughs> hold it on so hold hard. on let me write this down <laughs> this, try, to, try to score the whole problem prevent is, the other team from scoring the whole problem is that this is guillermo talking in english this isn't yeah, even translated tough. from and, spanish and again, we're spanish. not we're not yeah. making fun of the guy because it, it's it's tough but when but, he speaks in spanish yeah. he's very smart more articulate in terms of, yeah, yeah and it's just i i couldn't speak in spanish yes. right now so yeah that wouldn't happen uh he said we tried to get organized and then we tried to score you know this is soccer sometimes but we gave a lot of advantage in this part of the game where portland scored three times we lost the mark in the set pieces we couldn't kick out an easy ball on the second goal Dave Romney uh the fourth goal is again we uh the fourth goal is again we gave a lot of opportunity to the right back to beat us today uh and then he says I'm looking forward to MLS action against FC Cincinnati on Saturday he goes I expect to win that because we saved a lot of players oh wait by the way I forgot to tell you GBS is about to get as real as you ever heard GBS before so (laughs) the English got a lot better for this this last part all all of a sudden here it comes right uh he, he goes Uh, And I quote, I expect to win that because we saved a lot of players for that game with Cincinnati. But we were talking about the game today, and I'm a little angry because we need to fight more. We need to have a better attitude. When you're playing for the Galaxy, you have to feel the honor to be here. There you go. There it is. And I think that's what he learned. And and that that, that's what it says is, listen, you guys aren't regular starters. We're putting you out on the field. Show me something. And they didn't show him. And so that, that you can see that in the frustration with the comments. And, uh, and he, he basically laid it out. We saved players for this FC Cincinnati game. So if they win that, you, you have to give him credit because that was his game plan all along. Uh, if you look at the quarterfinal matchups outside of uh, the Noisy Neighbors and the Smurfs, uh, between those two, uh, that would be the last matchup that would go against Portland, and they'll be hosting that game. But you have Orlando City hosting New York City FC, Atlanta United hosting St. Louis FC, uh, Minnesota United hosting New Mexico United, um, and then whoever plays the Portland Timbers, yeah. uh, whoever hosts the Portland Timbers between San Jose and LAFC. The so, magic of the cup. That's it. Uh, we already gave you sort of the training schedule and how it goes. There's not a lot of training going on this week. In fact, there's like no training it's on this week. It's more flying than training, really. Uh, it'll be interesting to sort of see how that goes. And again, you continue to have call-ups with Jonathan Dos Santos, uh, with Uriel Antuna, both of who I believe started and played in Mexico's 3-1 victory over Canada. Yeah, I was going to say Antuna is having himself a tournament. You know, hat trick in the that's, first game. That's going to make it more difficult <laughs> for the Galaxy to keep him next year. But that's uh, a good thing. But it is. Yeah. When he comes back. Well, and what are the stipulations of the loan? Do we get anything or is it strictly a loan? I, th- I don't think we get anything. Okay, I don't well, think the Galaxy great. get anything. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's Manchester City was like, you can have him but, and we'll pay like, you know, yeah. most of his and salary. We'll, and then once he tears it up in the yeah. gold cup we'll make money we'll, off of yeah, him. We'll, yeah we'll sell him somewhere <laughs> that's really what it's going to be about um i don't think he'll ever play for manchester city i don't think that ever happens but i never think say never. i think he can get i think he can get sold to a yeah, place which is i think maybe that's he gets the goal. sold to the galaxy i think when you when you have <laughs> it's, it's in the it's in the cards although he doesn't want that he's mentioned that earlier in the year uh but i think when you go to a big club like that that has insane depth that's the goal you, you get noticed by them and then you have that tag on you you know you're a manchester city player and that makes you a, a valuable asset to other clubs just like just like the panda's a, a manchester city reporter 
<laughs> yeah, oh, there no, you go. he's just a fan. He, yeah, he's, that, his that, car's blue. That it's, adds it's uh, just annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. Some allure to the the panda name. Uh, I have not seen uh, the last I checked for Costa Rica. Giancarlo Gonzalez hadn't played. Hadn't I don't played. need know if he played in any games that I've seen since then. Uh, Rolf Felcher, the same, had not played for Venezuela. Uh, I expected Ernesto Walker to actually play in the Panama game. I don't know if he did because I didn't get to watch that as well. So um, those there's a lot are, of soccer right now. They, there's a lot. There's a lot going. On. I'm watching more <laughs> Women's World Cup than yeah. I am Gold Cup. And, and Copa America and maybe that's you know just the fact that I, I get to really enjoy the Women's World Cup I don't cover the women's game so yeah. it's like I just get to it's enjoy a, a it fresh as, take. it's just nice and, and relaxing and I get to kick my feet up and uh, they're really good so yeah. all that stuff really, say, really that's why I'm home. full USA today Tobin Heath could probably start for the LA Galaxy right now you know, I'm pretty not sure wrong. She's, she's put her in the Uriel Antuna spot that works for me <laughs> make that trade happen now um, alright uh, so that's sort of where you sit with the LA Galaxy and, and where you're going as far as the injury updates that we have right now now we know Roman Alessandrini is still out until September. You're going to hear that on every show until we hear any sort of update and how it goes. Um, Sebastian Legette, back to training, was back to training on Tuesday. He was training with the club throughout this week, but just sort of be known. We told you there wasn't a bunch of training going on. There wasn't a bunch of guys left from yeah. the travel team to <laughs> sort of be training a whole bunch. So that's probably not full training, and so that's probably means unlikely for Saturday. I still am, in my mind, I'm targeting that, that away game at San Jose yeah. at Stanford Stadium, which makes sense because that's his hometown yeah. as well. I was say, so. he, has, he has a knack for going to the Bay Area and making big things happen. That, that's, that's how he I'm goes. Just hope, you know, pray for no more injuries yeah. up there. Yeah, we haven't seen an update on Rolf Felcher yet, who still has uh, a leg injury of some sort, although I expect that that's healing as he's not playing. Um, so that's something to sort of, again, keep your eye on if you're watching Venezuela play in uh, Copa America. Yeah, and if you're following his Instagram page, a lot of ice baths. Yeah, so it, if that's your thing, Rolf Felcher in the ice bath. Give him a follow or give me a follow. Yeah, I was going to say. I'll lead you there. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, and then Jonathan Dos Santos, what, he's still playing with what seems to be a right foot injury, right heel injury of some sort. Uh, however, he played, started in yeah. Mexico's last game. Speaking of ice baths, there's another guy covered there, in ice after each game. That's I, I don't know. <laughs> this is this is one of the reasons that I could never, ever in my entire life be a professional athlete. You were not getting me in an ice bath. It's not happening. That's too cold. I don't. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that at all. Uh, if we're going to go to rumors right now, a rumor that doesn't necessarily involve the LA Galaxy anymore, but one that is certain to eventually cause waves if it indeed does happen, uh, Giovanni Dos Santos being linked with Club America, uh, he is technically owned by Major League Soccer right now, as yeah. all players technically are. Yeah, but if, if you saw the salary report, you know, that was one of the highest paid players, it, technically not on a team, yeah. which is insane. Yeah, $6.5 million. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like that MLS is probably negotiating a transfer fee for that. MLS, I then believe, pockets that fee the galaxy don't yeah, get any of it he's already it's bought out it's done it's, which is interesting just the fact that it's it's club america because that was one of the rumored clubs you know when he was first bought out why didn't that move happen sooner with with games going on so obviously there's some some heavy negotiations going on yeah it still seems right now at least as far as i can tell that giovanni dos santos and this seems like it's at least semi-real we'll see whether or not that actually happens i was gonna say once he he gets sold can we stop can, yeah can we move on from this yeah yeah <laughs> from this chapter in yeah, our lives I, I was gonna say we will uh, jonathan dos santos i believe even gave some quotes uh sort of saying that club america's you know the best team in the world or whatever blah, well blah. that was a while ago right or uh, yeah is this it probably i think it was more recent okay. i saw it in passing i did refuse to yeah. click on it i was, I was sort of say, like we've, we've been down this road before uh, i'm not gonna go there but anyway just in case you're watching uh sort of those rumors uh you know the the pavone rumors have gotten a lot quieter yeah. um i'll tell you everything's sort of quiet right now in rumor land because well, people are playing in tournaments and doing that stuff and just they don't want to be bothered with it right now so i think that after these
these tournaments conclude in July, the beginning of July, sort of that first. And once couple the window weeks, right now, there's no window open to make it happen. So once that window's open, then you're gonna you're gonna start hearing a lot. It's more. gonna stop. You're starting to see some pickup in Europe now. There's yeah. some people moving around. There's agents going around yeah. while players and are planting gone. seeds, probably because yep. you're hearing that with. Uh, Yep. You know, oh, well, this country's this team's looking at him. This team's making a bid. So, what's real? What's the agents trying to r- ramp up a price? Well, uh, that's something going on. An interesting little. If we're being, we're recording this live, and most of you are probably going to listen to this on the podcast. But for the ones that you are uh, are listening live, um, as it's going right now, uh, San Jose actually scored on LAFC one nothing right of course. now. So up is down, down uh, is up. That's how it, <laughs> it's the Open Cup, baby. Deep, deep in the depths. That's the Open <laughs> Cup. Uh, the LA Galaxy, though, getting ready to return to MLS play now. Um, um, it's really stupid um, that they're deciding <laughs> to play. I'll be honest. It's really stupid that the international break is now over now and it didn't start like, well, why didn't you just you look play? at Costa Rica? You know, they have one game. USA has one game under their belt and then now MLS play is resuming. So, um, you know, I didn't realize that. I saw it makes sense. They're doing the international break, you know, because of tournaments going on, but the tournaments are really getting started maybe last week, but they were off two weeks before that. So it is, it, it is a little bit curious, the timing of it, but if you had the break later, then that would make the second half of the season even more condensed than it already is. So I can see the logic behind it, but it seemed like they did the international break for the friendlies leading up to the tournament, not to the actual tournament. Where was MLS's head in all of this, though? I mean, <laughs> you look at the condensed schedule, it can't get more condensed. Yeah. Well, and I think you would have had to take weeks out for it to well, get more condensed. It just would have been condensed leading up to it yeah. and then leading out of it just like it is right it now it is right now it's a, the same it's you know pick pick your poison where do, where do you want to have your your condensed schedule and it seems to me this decision was made what in december november december yeah. so it, you know make decisions in november for things that are going to affect you you know 3 months out 4 months out 6 months out now they'll have a full year to kind of maybe have a full lead time on, on planning a schedule you would hope that these are professionals who know how to figure things out um, but right now it just seemed like because of the short notice, they just crammed it in and, and fit that, that square peg in the round hole. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting one. If we go ahead and look at, uh, some of the standings around the league right now, the Eastern conference is currently being led by the Philadelphia union, still one of the best wins the galaxy have had this year. Um, Philadelphia union at 31 points, uh, 17 games played. You have Montreal impact who have been doing a very good job of still winning games, despite the fact that Piatti's not playing there anymore. And, uh, I was asking if maybe, uh, Roman Alessandrini could go to Montreal and they said, well, they already have one injured designated <laughs> yeah, player. Why, why would they, would, why not? Why would they, why would they want to do that? <laughs> Too many uh, vowels. I think there's a vowel. Val limit up in Montreal. There very well could be. Um, (laughs) DC United uh, sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta United slowly climbing back up in fourth place. You have the New York Red Bulls in fifth. New York City FC in sixth. And Toronto FC is an opponent of the LA Galaxy coming up on July 4th. Sit in seventh with 19 points. They're better than that 19 points. Um, They're starting to sort of hit a little bit of stride. But they're missing international players. I was going to say, when it comes uh, that July 4th game, that game may have been scary on, on a non-Gold Cup year, but with the Gold Cup year, maybe it's not as bad uh, as the Torontos that we've seen beat up on the Galaxy the last couple seasons. Uh, yeah, out in the Western Conference right now, it is LAFC on top with 37 points, really uh, pulled away from everybody in Major yeah. League Soccer as they uh, they lead in the Supporter Shield as well. Uh, the LA Galaxy sitting in second place, 28 points. And you want to know why the LA Galaxy have not played very well. In fact, they have won just twice in their last seven games. Uh, but are still in, still second, in second place. place. It's, it's because of the condensed schedule. All right, because <laughs> every other team, every other team is, is hitting it as well. It. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of basically LAFC, who who is is still sort of running away with things. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, Seattle Sounders in third place with 26 points. Houston Dynamo is sort of the sleeper on all this still. Uh, 1.85 points per game. So, They've only played 13 games. Yeah, They're going to have a ridiculous yeah. schedule. Three games in hand. So that's where. No, no wonder they didn't want to go any further in the Open <laughs> Cup and get bounced by Minnesota. Yeah, they're going. I would have liked to see their schedule, but Houston Dynamo 
Dynamo is the wild card here because um, to me, I think Seattle is a team that's probably better than the Galaxy. Houston, I don't know because we need to see where those games play out. But I think the Galaxy could land anywhere between third and fifth place by the time this all shakes out at the end of the year. Craziness actually is that uh, there's another team that has a whole bunch of games in hand at the very bottom of the Western the Conference. Timbers. Or is in the Portland and I Timbers. think they're going to climb out of it. Yeah. yeah. 0-1 and 0 at hope because they've only played one home yep. game so far um, this season. So they have a bunch of home games, but a very busy schedule. If you yeah. looked at their schedule coming up, they get a bunch of home games, which is going to help them. Yes. But it's like... Weekend, midweek, just, <laughs> weekend, midweek. And they just op- won in the U.S. Open Cup. So, so they have to play again. You're going to add those games to it that and was, travel. They weren't very smart, were they? <laughs> uh, anyway, you played Por- yourself, Portland. Portland Timbers there. Colorado Rapids sit at the bottom there as well whenever you look at it. Uh, I forgot to mention in that Eastern Conference, of course, the very last team in the Eastern Conference, FC Cincinnati. So we're getting there. Yeah, we're, 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 we're rocking and rolling on it. Yeah. But FC Cincinnati with 11 points so far, just 2-3-1 and one at home, 1-8-1 and one on the road. Um, so we'll be, uh, we'll be discussing that here uh, in just a matter of minutes uh, to sort of get you ready for that particular game. So uh, it'll be an interesting one. Uh, I at least think it's going to be an interesting one. I don't know how interesting it's going to end well, up being. But I think given the, the midweek game, that's what's, that's what's adding the interest to it is you're going to see how do they bounce, bounce back? How short is, is the memory? Who's going to start? Who's going to play? How's turf going to be a factor? It, there are a lot of storylines here that, that are going to make it interesting. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where we sit right now and, and where the LA Galaxy sit. The rumors, again, pretty quiet. The Pavone rumors is still the biggest one out there. I still think that there's a reasonable chance that one could still get done, by the way, if you're if you're playing along at home. But I have no information that has told me that it has advanced any further than really what Guillermo Verascoloto commented on you know, a couple weeks ago, yeah. uh, which is, yes, he likes the player, but it's up to the front office to sort of make that deal happen, and he doesn't think that, that anybody's reached out yet. So uh, we'll see if, uh, if that'll be there. I think it's going to be interesting, though, because I've seen a lot of comments, and a lot of people have sort of commented that, um, you know, well, once Guillermo goes and gets all his players, this is going to be a different team. But I'm going to tell you right now that with the Galaxy already holding 10 international slots. There you go. <laughs> That's what I was going to jump in. They have to pick a whole bunch of American players yes. or domestic players, I should yeah, say. I was going to say. In, uh, in order to make that happen. Now that Bruce is in New England, who knows how many uh, international spots are going to be for sale there. So, yes, I understand where people are saying, well, once Guillermo brings in his guys, then we're going to get to see his system at play. But his guys are all from Argentina and you can't have a full squad of uh, Argentine players. So you're yeah. going to need to bring in uh, some uh, domestic. Domestic. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Dom- domestic. You, you know, you need- I, I used you use deluge. I can't think domestic. domestic. So I'm, I'm winning. I'm, I'm, I'm winning definitely so losing points. Here. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, he's going to need to figure out or, or whoever's scouting, whoever's helping him out is going to need to help him find some domestic talent to, to add to his key pieces. Yeah. He might bring in his marquee guys. You know, if Pavone is going to be someone who he creates a system around, I can get that, but you're going to need, players to to support that it's interesting offseason ahead for the la galaxy an interesting transfer window quite honestly when you look at it they have no room to bring in any more international players without moving an international player or acquiring an inter, another international slot bruce arena probably is going to hold on to international slots yeah. over at new england well, anymore so you can't just shop there <laughs> and at this point it's also to spite the galaxy can, can i also tell you that uh that uh, orlando city beat new england revolution in the u.s open cup once again proving that bruce arena doesn't take the open cup seriously <laughs> you know uh, he's still still going strong streak alive I mean, it, intact, Bruce. It, it'll it'll be uh, again. It's just going to be. There's a lot of players that I think people just assume are gone. Um, guys like Perry Kitchen, who I think people assume they're gone, and you're sort of sitting there going as a domestic player. Certainly mm-hmm. not at the price range that he's probably at, but at a little bit of a discount and, there. Does and, that make sense? And who else is offering? So that that's a factor as well. Yeah. How good is his agent? Is his agent going around saying? You know, got hearts. You it's know, a, it's MLS. They want them back. It's MLS. I mean, you know, <laughs> they, they basically have 
uh, Perry Kitchen in a, in a stranglehold in yeah. terms of where he can go. So the Galaxy sort of get to control that and whether yeah. or not they'll pick up options. I I'm mean, saying, Jorgen Shelvick is one of those guys who you're like, he's not back. That one I at least agree with. I'm like, yeah. okay, unless you can get uh, Jorgen for like $150,000, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, yeah, this back back dues, you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. pay here. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> How, however that, however you can do um, that. But I mean, there's there's players out there. You know, Rolf Felcher is a player that maybe you don't see next year. Um, you know, it's yeah, going to be- international spot. Both of the, Shelvick and Felcher are international spots. That and you'll then, be able to open. Yeah, and if you're th- thinking Araujo, you're thinking Triori, yep. you know, maybe these are guys who you're grooming to, to take those spots long-term. Uh, you know, Felcher is someone who I, you know, I, I'm higher on him than maybe the average person, but but I can see a world, you know, with what they're paying them that, that they move on from Felcher going next season. Yeah. You could see that for sure. No, I, I agree with you. Um, Triori is also international. Yeah. And he yeah, already takes still. up a spot. So <laughs> like, what are you trying to do? But then? I'm saying it's yeah. one less. Yeah. And then you yes. have someone going into that position. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If you, whatever. The, the listeners know, you know, they, I, don't, I don't talk down to them like you do. So no, they're no. on my side They're Yeah. Everybody always <laughs> likes it. Although they, although there's some, there's some shade being thrown at your current state right now. Oh, this the the, the beard, shaved the, the shaved, lack of beard yes the lack of uh, you oh, know they don't did like you have it? to go to court that's the only reason i <laughs> could think in the facial facial recognition here at cig studios i had a hard time getting in yeah i was gonna say so you couldn't you had to get me <laughs> to buzz you in summer you know you need to what's freshen your, up what'd your kids say they liked you it they wanted me to shave it your kids, my, my you, wife was not happy but you, the kids loved it yeah there's a good idea make your wife <laughs> angry about that yeah that's that's good she's already angry at me yeah all right all right moving on we're getting too serious all right let's get too ready for the game against fc cincinnati um I didn't ask. Are, are you prepared? Are you not prepared? Oh, I'm always prepared. Oh, you're always prepared. You know prepared. I'm prepared. You know I was Googling oh, oh, you know, people who were born in okay. Cincinnati. I had a whole thing ready to go. You know, I'm always ready. I didn't know. I didn't, nobody told me. I'm just, I just <laughs> run the show. Are we starting with it? Yeah, well, you have to. Of I course. Mean, the LA Galaxy getting ready to play FC Cincinnati. Um, so I guess I, I'll just... I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to, I'm going to let you do your thing and you can, you can go do your thing. So enjoy. This Saturday, Cincinnati, Ohio, birthplace of Charles Manson, Cat Williams, and all four members of 90s boy band sensation, 98 Degrees, will play host to your LA Galaxy. The LA Galaxy will resume MLS play at Nippert Stadium at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 4.30 Pacific. And much like the brothers Drew and Nick Lachey, Gustavo and Guillermo Barroscoloto are asking them to give you just one night, una noche, to give you the time of your life. Zlatan will be back in the lineup to help you forget about the 4-0 drubbing out of the U.S. Open Cup and to get the Galaxy back in the win column. Head on down to your local viewing party and catch some hot summer soccer because MLS is back, baby. My MLS is back. Well, 98 degrees reference. I was, I was gonna, I can't. I You're a 98 I, degrees guy, right? I paid no attention after the 98 <laughs> degrees. I was still, I was sort of spinning around there. I, I have been. I mean, I can, you know, as we've discussed many times on this show, my taste in music is pretty atrocious. So okay. basically, if you think pop. I'm probably into you're, it. You're on yeah. board. So I can yeah. picture you throwing that on a playlist. Yeah, of course. Yeah, give it, me just one night. In on, on a mixtape? Una noche? On a mixtape? Oh, yeah. Back in the day? That yeah. Still, on a mix CD? I was, I was an old enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, mix Napster. CD. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, make the CD. Yeah, I'm had, to get the, had to get the CD burner. Oh, yeah. You know, all Very that stuff. Very special mix. Yeah. Yes. All right. Good. I'm glad I'm glad we got through there. Like all right. Said, always ready. 
LA Galaxy taking on FC Cincinnati 4.30 p.m. on June 20th. Uh, that's a 7.30 Eastern time kickoff, by the way. And by the way, just in case you wanted to know, because I wanted to know and I looked it up, Ohio Eastern, is in the Eastern, Eastern time zone. Time, yeah. you, they feel way west to be east, <laughs> but they're east. It has um, to start somewhere. That's that's right. So 7.30 uh, Eastern time is the kickoff. 4.30 Pacific time, that's Saturday. Games played at Nippert Stadium. I remind you, that's a turf field. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is expected to play. This is probably the worst field in Major League Soccer now. Um, well, it's a college football field. It's, that, yeah, that, it, that's that's the that's the problem. It's not a soccer field; it's a football field. the The old one was uh, the old worst field was where Minnesota, Minnesota United mm-hmm, used to which, play. Again, college football Col- field, right? Um, so now they have their own place. They have grass, so they've been they've been excommunicated from that particular bad uh, football list. Uh, you know, New England, uh, Seattle, Portland, still, football stadium, I mean, you know, football Port- stadium, Portland, <laughs> baseball stadium, <laughs> baseball stadium. I think, nice I think we're seeing a, sta- uh, a theme here. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but anyway, so uh, but it, yeah, it's on turf. It's not great. Um, but uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic most likely going to start this game. Um, that's at least everything that we've been told so far. Uh, the record with uh, FC Cincinnati three eleven and two. The first time ever the LA Galaxy and FC Cincinnati will face off against each other. So oh oh and oh. Whenever you look say, at that, uh, I like I like our history here. I like our odds. Uh, with the streaks as as far as what we look, the Galaxy have won twice in the last seven games, which is not great. Yeah. Um, but. Whenever you look at FC Cincinnati, they've won <laughs> once in their last 10 games, and those are all MLS games whenever we're looking at that. I just looked at their last five and said one in their last five, but yeah. yeah, one in their last 10, that's not great either. Yeah, if you go to the form guide, there's a lot of red on that, one. Uh, so it's not it's not great. Uh, the last win for FC Cincinnati was 5-11 versus Montreal. Uh, that was a 2-1 to win. Uh, their last loss, this one's crazy. I, I literally cannot wrap my head around this one, <laughs> but it is there. Their last loss was a 5-2 loss at New York City, again, all in league play. Now, the interesting thing is here that they lost 5-2, to and they didn't score a single goal. New York City had two own goals in that game in <laughs> yeah. order to get Cincinnati on the board. It's there. almost impressive. It is. It is. Yeah, seven goals, and you, you couldn't you couldn't get one. No, not no, even on an own not, goal. Not a single game didn't happen. <laughs> was never going to happen. You know, but that that type of thing. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, it's again one of the interesting things. But the MLS actually put out something which is just crazy. I don't even know where they come up with this, but they put out this list of things and and I was like, okay, so they put out a list of all the players to ever score a goal and an own goal in the same game. Oh, nice. That's and a good list. And there is, uh, from what I can tell, let me look, scan it one more time. There is only one LA Galaxy player on this list. Can I make a guess? You can make a guess. I, it's our second leading goal scorer now. Is it Daniel Stairs? No. No, and it's oh. not this year. This so well, it, it's, just, it's all time. I, I but figured, you thought it was Stairs. Yeah, I feel I know he's scored an own goal in the past, and he has a knack for scoring goals. It wouldn't surprise me if he was on that. You list. have to go back to 2010 in order for okay. this to actually to happen. Uh, Edson Buttle. Oh, Edson uh, Buttle with against, an own goal. Yeah, against uh, Colorado, LA versus Colorado, um, and that's when uh, Edson Buttle had a goal and scored an own goal in the same game. Uh, you would have to go back to another game that was in 2017, where Christian Ramirez from Minnesota uh, did yes. that to the. LA. LA Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, he scored a goal and scored an own goal. Uh, so he did that as well. I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to throw that in there. Fun facts. Yeah, yeah. MLS comes up with them every <laughs> once in a while. It's nice It's nice to get that email and sort of, you know, be able to, to peruse through it to see what kind of crazy stuff uh, they've been looking that, at. That is a very obscure stat. It is. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've sort of taken a look at, you know, where the LA Galaxy get goals and it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic, I think, has had a hand in each of the last three goals that the LA Galaxy have scored. He has 11 goals. Uh, whenever you look at assists, it's Pawnee Ibrahimovic and Polenta each with three assists. Uh, whenever you're looking at who they're going to play on Saturday, you look at Zlatan as being the best player for the LA Galaxy on yeah. the field, uh, which is a good thing. Now you go over to Cincinnati. You have uh, you have Darren Maddox, Akutamane, uh, and Alan Cruz, all leaders with 
two goals. Two goals. And you have Darren Maddox gone, Gold Cup. That's and right. Alan Cruz gone gold cup. So, 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 so FC Cincinnati is in, <laughs> in trouble there. Yeah. Uh, the guys, there's four guys with two assists. I mean, you know, you're not. And one of them is no longer with the team. I was going to say. Uh, Kenny, yeah. Kenny Saif, no yeah. longer with the team. No longer with the team. His yeah. his loan actually was up. So okay. he went back to, I think, Israel is where he was on sure. loan from, the team from Israel. I know. I, I Every once in a while I pay <laughs> attention with how, how this stuff goes. Yeah, and, but, it, but it is interesting. You know, again, the, the stat sheet for FC Cincinnati, not exactly flying off the charts here. And then the ones that are on the stat sheet are not with the team. So you, again, we've we've done this dance before with Colorado and with New England where you play these horrible teams and how the Galaxy should perform. So it's just a matter of making it all click, putting it all together. Zlatan, you know, should be able to bag some goals. You know, our, our second leading goal scorer, Daniel Stairs, maybe gets in the on the action. And maybe some guys who haven't been on the score sheet quite a bit get in there. You know, uh, uh, Fabio Alvarez finally gets his... Uh, well, he's already, he's already scored in MLS, but he adds to his tally. So... The, the goals are there to be had, especially with some key defenders missing for FC Cincinnati and then some of their uh, attacking, I was not going to call it firepower, but some of their pieces missing. Uh, th- this should be a victory for the LA Galaxy, especially given that uh, GBS prioritized it. All right. So uh, whenever you look at, I mean, that's, that's, that's where it is. It's the, and that was one of the arguments probably against resting or yeah. not resting guys. And then trying yeah. to take FC like, Cincinnati who, lightly. Who's who, 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 who is going to beat us? Who, who, who it, from, in, who from Cincinnati? If, it, if they brought all four members of 98 degrees, put them on the back line. <laughs> I think they might give us a, a better shot because there's the brothers, the handsome one, and then the other guy. I forget who it was. <laughs> I, I forget which women's team or, or maybe it wasn't a women's team. Maybe it was a men's team, the Gold Cup. But somebody said, you know, oh, this particular team has two of the best goalkeepers in the tournament. And unfortunately, they can't play them both yeah. at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. It'd be a fun exercise. It, that's that's how it might go for, for Cincinnati. Um, this is a game the Galaxy should win. I'll tell you that right now it is expected to be a sellout. And that'll be only their second sellout of the year outside of their very first MLS game. Mm-hmm. Um, more than 31,000 tickets already sold Zlatan effect yeah um, I was gonna say I wonder why that is what, what, what could it possibly be <laughs> yeah well, why are they selling out a game against Galaxy uh, by that's the, odd uh, by the way I did actually put out that it was like a Zlatan effect and I had somebody from Cincinnati of go course. no we always pl-. I'm like no you don't it you just don't. they just released it the business journal in Cincinnati said no you don't it's and okay. so yeah it was it's okay were, FC Cincinnati it's it's you'll be that's fine cute. you'll be fine um no I mean you know f- uh you have Adi who plays up front in this particular one you're trying to sort of look at you know the difference between the two lineups and the open cup loss and they actually did play a bunch of like starters in that open cup loss and, and part of that is out of necessity because they have players gone on international duty and and again roster depth for them who else do they have what else who else are they going to play so yeah. uh the players that you saw play in their open cup match you'll definitely be seeing them again you know someone like Audi is someone that sticks out um in years past when he played for portland you know came and gave the galaxy headaches but he's dealing with some other stuff getting into form for him might be difficult so um you know lama is another guy that's you know when his time with FC Dallas, you know, gave the Galaxy some trouble. So those are the players who you'd maybe look out for, but they haven't exactly been uh, lighting it up for FC Cincinnati. Nobody really seems to have, uh, I was going to say, I think the goal differential is minus 19 for FC Cincinnati. Yes, it is. Uh, 14 goals scored, 33 goals um, against. I'll tell you this, though. If you look at the saves that Spencer Ritchie has had to make so far, uh, Spencer Ritchie is a great name. It is. It's. It seems like he should be like you know yeah. a singer and or not like a, a soccer DJ. player. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. That, that works. Drive time with Spencer Ritchie. Um. So so, <laughs> that's. Oh, so he's like a shock jock. Yeah, like yeah. A Drive time with Spencer <laughs> Ritchie. That's nice. Um. You, whenever you say Ritchie Spencer, could it also be his name? Yeah, so you could go reverse the yeah, name I like the and still name. work. Yeah. yeah. The double first names, but not like the <laughs> double last names maybe in this particular case. Uh, he has two shutouts on the year. 39 saves, 67 shots faced. He hasn't played all the games, uh, but uh, David Bingham on the other side, five shutouts, 56 saves, 77 shots faced. Um, so we'll see how 
good the LA Galaxy do against a team they very well should run off the field, even with the absences. Um, in my mind, there's not a whole bunch of real big like changes that you need yeah. to make. I mean, you're going to, Boateng and Pontius have to start. Those are sort of yeah. mandatory because you don't have it. Uh, Joe Corona, Perry Kitchen are going to start. You're going to um, see Fabio back in there. You're going to see Fabio I Alvarez. I think because Traore played, you're probably going to see Shelvick out on the side. Shelvick out on the left it, side. You're going to see Araujo on the right side say, probably. Rami played this one, so you'll probably see Araujo back on the right. Polenta and Stairs back in the middle uh, with, with Pipo gone. So I think th- I mean, this is a pretty pretty close to A lineup. Uh, with, of course, you know, Jonathan being the, the key No Jonathan, yeah. no, no Giancarlo Gonzalez, no yep. Rolf Felcher, and then... Um, but we've survived without them in the past. So, well, not Jonah, but... <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's yeah, the that, big that, thing. That's I mean, the engine. Are Corona and Kitchen going to be able to get it done for you? And and I think they can. I yeah. think that Perry Kitchen is a better anchor whenever he has somebody like Corona to be able to play off of. Um, also, that you have somebody like Fabio Alvarez who's able to yes. take up and hold possession in that and midfield. And is going to draw defenders his way, especially with Zlatan being the focal point. You need someone who's going to distract a little bit and, and make the other team pay a little bit. And Zlatan hasn't played since June He's going to be hungry. Right? The yeah, Lion will be hungry. It's, it should be interesting. Wait, isn't Cincinnati? Are they the Lions? Oh, wait, wait, no. He didn't play because he was suspended in that game, wasn't he? Was He, he didn't come back against New England. No, he played New He scored the bicycle against New oh, England. Oh, that's right. It was 2-1. Two, 2-1. Two, one. Two, one. I remember now. Yeah. It was so long ago. <laughs> it was it so feels long ago. It like forever ago. it was ago. a depressing night. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, wasn't, uh, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a good night for the Galaxy. All right. Yeah. So that's where it is. LA Galaxy facing off against FC Cincinnati coming up again on Saturday, June 22nd, a 4.30 p.m. kickoff time. This game can be found on Spectrum Sportsnet. Do not come crying to me whenever it's blocked out on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> you know I they will. I don't care. Um, don't come crying to me when the Spectrum Sportsnet app doesn't work because it usually doesn't work. So all those things, be prepared. Go watch it at a watch party. Uh, Angel City Brigade has a bunch of watch parties that they still have there right now. Uh, so you can find that and go do that. I all think right. one of the watch parties is actually at Dignity Health Sports Park. Is it? Yeah, I think one of them might be in the tailgate area that's for not, Lars. That's not horrible. Yeah, well, eh, could do a lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. All do, right. you want, do you want the 538 odds? Yep, 538, and then your <laughs> predictions. Go for it. So 538 has FC Cincinnati 39% chance to win, LA Galaxy 37% chance to win. So pretty close, basically a coin flip, and then uh, a draw 24%. So they're still favoring Cincinnati, uh, and part of that just has to be because they're the they're home, home team. They're the home team. Yeah. I looked at the, the schedule around. There's only one other team that the away team has higher odds. Uh, so they're giving the Galaxy, as far as all the away teams playing, that's uh, that. That's on board there. I'm going to argue one thing that you said, you know, if they get a draw in Cincinnati, it's a disaster. A point there is fine. It's on the road. It's on but, turf. Anything. I know. But, I know you you threw this game away to that, get it does, points you to threw, win. You threw the game away because the schedule is atrocious. You threw it away to be smarter about so how you're going to play the, the rest of the last place team. You couldn't muster more than one point. T- the Galaxy against Colorado. The <laughs> Galaxy home. against New England. At home. Yeah. Go on uh, the road. Worse. I mean, that's worse. You, this is one of those where you sit there and go, <laughs> like, if, if you're really, if you're betting this this game, you bet the Galaxy to win. That's that's yeah, that's th- that's where you'd probably get and yeah, your return. And I would bet the schedule. We've talked about betting the schedule before. Bet the schedule in this one because the Galaxy rested a whole bunch yeah, of people and, and didn't. Yeah, fewer so players that they rested. Bet the schedule because that's what we've been seeing in Major League Soccer yeah. is that the teams with the shorter rest and who had the players are losing the home games that they should be winning. Um, and that's why you've seen the downtick in home team percentage winning home team points. That's all. That'll make sense. So again, I don't know why I'm giving betting advice on this. Like, it's not like people bet, but I'm just telling yeah. you that that well, feels you like do. that's the right place. Yeah. Um, so that's how it goes. All right, your prediction. My prediction. Then. <laughs> LA Galaxy 27. <laughs> draw uh, because a draw would be a disaster. It's yes. going to be a one-one draw. One-one draw for sure. Okay. <laughs> you just know yeah. it's going to turn out. I've seen this movie before. I know how it's going to end. Galaxy win three to one. Okay. Three to one. And Again, I've just been wrong every time I've been on here, so I figure I'd mix it up. You, that's fine. Um, the, the reverse jinx it. Here. The key to this particular game, in my opinion, is the Galaxy scoring first. Yep. 
And that's, by the way, that has been their key all year <laughs> long. When they score first, they have a great record. Um, so scoring first is most important. They don't want Cincinnati to think they're in this game, and you want to pull Cincinnati out of whatever game plan they're yeah. trying to play. Well, well, to me, furthering the point than scoring first, I think it's having a, putting it away in the first half, much like Portland did to them where they were up three goals. The game was over at halftime. So I think if the Galaxy can get more than one goal in the first half, then, then they win the game. Yeah, and FC Cincinnati is, seems like they're fragile mentally. Yes. And so if you can <laughs> you score get some one goals, or two, yeah, yeah, they'll, if, they'll if fold. If you get one, then the other two or three will It come. won't matter if there's 70,000 people there. It, <laughs> it, it's not going to Well, help. if anything, that fuels Zlatan even more. Yeah. I mean, we, we, again, we've seen that movie play out. But the turf, it's going to be ugly. It's not going to be one of those games where you're going to sit there and say, oh, look, it's so pretty. Yeah, this is not the, again, we've been waiting for that 4-5-0. This is not going to be that game, but... You know, they, they totally, should. It's they totally going to be that game, right? I know. He's like, let me let me resend the 1-1 one, one draw. I don't want people to no, be No, I'm going with 1-1. One, one. All right. I, that's I'm fine. sticking to it. That's fine. I got 3-1. Guaranteed one. to be wrong. I got 3-1. We'll see how that goes <laughs> and uh, how that plays out. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I think we've covered everything. We've got everything for the most part. We got everybody ready for FC Cincinnati. That was our goal. Uh, I got to yell at people in the first say, half. So we had our therapy session no, for the U.S. Open Cup. We've, feel, feel we've better. moved past it. Taking I, deep breaths. I hope everybody feels better after that. Yeah. I hope well, it's done. It's past. It's behind us. I mean, you know, I love all the people who listen to us. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. They, now I, now well, I feel they, like they turned off. We're an hour uh, and eight minutes in. Yeah. They're, they're long gone. They don't care after them. I yelled and screamed at everybody. <laughs> I do love everybody. Yeah. I think it's great. But at the same time, you know, let's let's be realistic. I I think yes. it's, my, it's always my goal Hard on the show. Hard truths. That's is, what we're here to, to dish out. It's, it's not comfortable sometimes, you yeah. know? It's like getting a tattoo on the ribs, so I've heard. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't I don't have one. That is probably the strangest analogy <laughs> we've given. We're ready to call it a night, folks. All right. Uh, well, tell, tell people where they can find you. We will get on out of here. You can find my Twitter name, Tattooed on My Ribs, at GIS Hammer. You can also listen to me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. And if you want to see everyone taking an ice bath on Instagram, you can follow me at The Professional Foul, which is at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P R O F O U L. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J G U E S M A N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to quarterofthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our written articles, including a preview for this FC Cincinnati game as soon as I actually write it on Friday. We'll get that up for you so that way you can uh, start perusing that. Again, the Galaxy play on Saturday, so that's what you'll be looking for. Uh, lots of great stuff up the website. Go do that. And by the way, if you haven't gone and uh, supported Temecula FC as they try to sell out their final game in order to keep that team afloat, TemeculaFC.com gets you there. All right, that's all we got. Uh, for Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.